I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me in the studio is a longtime resident of Wilmington and a, a uh, professor at the Delaware College of Art and Design since its opening, artist Connie Simon. Welcome, Connie. Thank you. So glad to have you here today. Uh, you have an exciting exhibition coming up at the Delaware Art Museum in conjunction with a few other artists. Uh, that is called Intimate Visions, Paintings on Paper, featuring, I will let you name the three artists. Okay, uh, there are three of us, uh, Janetta Zubkova, David Hornung, and myself. And we'll get to that exhibition, but first, for our listeners' sake, I'd love to uh, hear from you about uh, your evolution as an artist, how you got started, uh, what was your inspiration to become an artist, the training you have, and what ultimately brought you to Delaware, because you're not native to Delaware. Okay, well, I came to Delaware, like many people, because my husband got a job at DuPont, <laughs> although he didn't stay with DuPont for too, too long. Um, and I can't even remember what got me started as an artist. I was always interested in art, even as a child. So it was a natural progression for me. Um, I went to the Cleveland Institute of Art, which is a wonderful school in Cleveland, and I majored in printmaking. I believe I majored in printmaking because you couldn't major in drawing. So drawing was always my interest, my strong point, two-dimensional work in general. Actually, I minored in sculpture, and I found myself hiding in the corner of the sculpture department doing drawings <laughs> and uh, relief work in relief on clay, so basically two-dimensional work. So my sculpture career didn't really work out, but I'm very much of a two-dimensional person. Um, so I majored in printmaking, but I really kind of moved slowly away from printmaking into basically drawing. So I worked in pencil and charcoal for a very long time. And when I started teaching at DCAD, some of my colleagues uh, were very uh, in love with the medium of gouache paint, which is a water-based paint. It's a, it's a water-based, water, it's an opaque watercolor. So it's very similar to watercolor, but it's got an opacity to it, which is very beautiful, I think. And I really liked their work. So I found myself getting the desire to try what, what they were doing. So I got a little advice from my two colleagues and um, got myself into painting. I had never really liked painting before when I was in art school and took oil painting classes and all that. It was not really my thing. Uh, but I was interested in color, grad moving gradually into color. I worked in colored pencil for a while. Um, and actually, I was teaching a color class at DCAD and I was having my students use colored pencil. And then I had some of them using gouache, and I gave them a choice between gouache and colored pencil, and they would put them up on the wall. And I would have to admit to myself that I liked the gouache painting better <laughs> than the colored pencil. So anyway, that's how I started working in gouache, and that was probably, I think, about 15 years ago. Um, and as a matter of fact, the theme of the show that we're having at the art museum um, is gouache paint, basically. All three of the artists work on paper with gouache paint. 
And Janetta and I, one of the other artists, are colleagues at DCAD. She is also on the faculty there, and she was also a student there, and she was once my student. And uh, when she left DCAD, she went on to graduate school at Brooklyn College, where she met David Hornung, who was one of her teachers, and he also works in gouache. Um, we all work on paper. So that's one of the things that we all have in common, and all of our work is small. My work has always been small and intimate, and that's an important part of the expression. And all three of our works are also small with a kind of a quiet intimacy. David works on handmade paper. And actually, I have never seen his work in person, so I'm looking forward to seeing that kind of textural quality that um, I imagine that he is interested in on the handmade paper. And Janetta works also with gouache, but her work in this particular show is collage. So she uses, uses the gouache paint to paint newspaper and newsprint and then tears out shapes and cuts shapes and puts them together as collage. So that gives you a little bit of an idea of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the connection between the three of us. Um, so then to get down into a little more depth about my painting, um, I guess you would say I started with still life subjects although always in kind of a flattened way, not too much into the three-dimensional depth. Um, <clears throat> so I worked in still life uh, painting for a while, although I also kind of thought of them in terms of abstraction. I was very interested really in the shapes, the colors, the organization on the page, really more than the <clears throat> the particular objects, or there was no particular storytelling. Now, was was your uh, your work in still life? Was that when you were still sketching, or when you moved into the gouache? No, when I was moved into the gouache. Okay. Um, although I wouldn't really call my pencil and charcoal sketches; they were quite in depth. Right. I guess I was really working with those subjects too, mm -hmm, but this mm -hmm. got me into color. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and gradually, I uh, started becoming more interested in patterns and in flat patterns. I'm drawn to a lot of different kinds of non-Western art, non-Western textile art and uh, decorative arts of various kinds, uh, tile patterns, um, Native American patterns on ceramics, all kinds of non-Western uh, flat patterns. And I started bringing those into my still lives. Um, so my still life started getting flatter and flatter and more and more about pattern. And after a while, I realized that the objects in my still life really weren't necessary or very interesting to me, and I was mostly interested in the patterns. So the work that you see in the show is really flat patterns. I guess they would be called um, abstract. They're based on a grid form, which I find is a nice way to get started. And it's also reflective of a lot of uh, textiles and textile art and um, um, tile patterns uh, based on based on grid structure. However, having once been a still life artist, um, I am still intrigued by a kind of illusionism by volume and light and shadow and space and depth to some extent. So what I find intriguing is bringing that into kind of 
merging it together with the flat patterns that I find so attractive in world art, basically. So it's kind of a combination of those two. Um, so that's the work that I have at the art museum. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, earlier on, you talked about the the two dimensional uh, work that you do. Mm -hmm. But looking at uh, looking at your website, which is ConnieSimon.com, I was looking at some examples of some of your work, and even that two dimensional work has a real much of it in your grid series has a real three dimensional mm -hmm. quality to it. Mm -hmm. uh, could could you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, when I said two-dimensional, what I meant was that it is actually right. two-dimensional. Yeah. I've never been interested really in sculpture. But, but visually, it has a real right. depth and that third dimension to it. Right, so that's what intrigues me, is bringing that illusionism into the world of flat patterns, so kind of combining them. Mm -hmm. And that, So I'm not really just copying the textile art that I see. I'm bringing it together with that kind of Western illusionism, mm -hmm. light, shadow, um, space, depth, form, volume. Mm -hmm. and I do find that intriguing. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, so that's what's represented in in this exhibition. Now, I know from visiting your website that you have different series. Were those at different times in your artistic evolution? Yes. Um, so I have them broken down. Um, the older work, I have a section on my charcoal and charcoal and graphite work. That seems like very old at this point. I'm 70 years old, so I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> um, and you don't just stay the same. Mm -hmm. You keep evolving and changing. And I worked in colored pencil for a while. But um, basically, it's grouped into still life. And um, then something that I called my tape series, which is really when I started getting interested in flat patterns. So I, for a while I was doing paintings where I would take a postcard or basically make up a postcard, which gave me the flat pattern. Let's say it would be a postcard of a, a floor tiles or something like that. And then I would tape them onto a wall and I would paint the piece of tape as well. So it would be kind of an illusionistic trompe l'oeil sort of an image where basically it was a postcard taped to a wall with maybe a pencil or a, a paper clip or some small object. I always liked little, small, tiny objects. And so that would be my tape series. I have a number of those on my website. And I have a series called Arches Series because I happen to like arches. I like architecture. Hmm. I like geometric shapes. And so architecture has a, obviously a lot of geometric shapes. And of course, I love history and art history. And arches is a big part of that. So I guess I just got intrigued by arches for a while. So I started adding the arches to the grids. And that became the arch series. And actually, we're having a faculty show at Delaware College of Art and Design starting in a few days, I think. I'm not sure exactly when they put it up, but it will be there for when the students come on the very end of August. And um, since most of my recent work was over at the art museum, I decided to put my art series in in um, in that show. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of got off on a tangent with that. And in some of the, actually one of the paintings in the art museum is one of my grid paintings, but I have included arches as 
one of the images. So I hope that I can keep putting, finding ways to put arches here and there into my imagery because it seems to have a, first of all, it's a beautiful shape, I think, but it seems to have a kind of historical resonance to mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. that is attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to uh, delve in a little more to the, the exhibition coming up at the Delaware Art Museum, but first remind our listeners that you are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. This is Delaware State of the Arts, and our guest today is Wilmington artist Connie Simon, also professor at Delaware College of Art and Design, and one of three artists being featured at an upcoming exhibition at the Delaware Art Museum. Connie, uh, the exhibition is called Intimate Visions, uh, paintings on paper featuring David Hornung, Con Connie Simon, and Janita? Uh, Janetta, Janetta Zubkova. Zubkova. She is uh, from Lithuania. Okay, a Lithuanian artist. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I, I'd love to hear a little bit about the logistics of putting this exhibition together because I, I would uh, you've had solo exhibitions you've had uh, this is a joint exhibition I would imagine the dynamics the logistics working with the the particular gallery are different so how how did you coordinate with the other two artists and with the the Delaware Art Museum to to determine what was go going to go into the exhibit and how it's going to be positioned Okay, well, this exhibit is part of what they call their Outlooks ser exhibition series. If you look at the Delaware Art Museum website, delart.org, and if you go to exhibitions and then Outlook series, Outlook exhibitions, they've been doing this since 2008. And it is um, an opportunity to showcase regional artists, uh, which is a good idea for uh, art museums to do. Um, and they always feature a group. It's not a solo show, it's always a group. And artists can apply and make a proposal. The, art, the group of artists all need to have something in common and some sort of a theme, or, uh, a technique, or a medium, or a subject matter, something that draws the, the several artists together. So I proposed um, the theme of painting with gouache to... Um, the art museum, and they like that theme. So that's how the three of us came together. This is the last in the Outlook series, and they're not having that particular series anymore, although they will have other ways of, of um, exhibiting regional artists. They're going to continue with that process, but not in this particular form. So the three of us know each other and came together. I mentioned briefly before, Jeanetta and I are colleagues at um, Delaware College of Art and Design. We've taught design classes, drawing classes, color classes. We, we teach a lot of the same classes. Um, and one of the books that we really enjoy using in our color class was written by David Horno. And he is a, currently a professor at Adelphi University, although she met him at Brooklyn College. Mm -hmm. So he is a longtime friend and colleague of hers, and so that's how the three of us know each other. But I've poured over David's book, know every page of it, and actually he has some of our images of our artwork, Janetta and mine. So we're kind of connected um, in a number of different ways. Uh, but I think we all have a certain, certain similar sensibility. The work isn't the same by any means. But as I said before, there's a certain intimacy that all of the works are small. 
and they're all uh, we all enjoy work <clears throat> working with this medium of gouache. Many people have never heard of that medium. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. hadn't either until I met some of my colleagues at DCAD that were working in that medium. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say small, what is the typical size of one of your paintings? Um, well, my work is about 9 by 12. Okay. Uh, and David's and Jeanette's, is, it's about the same. Okay. Um, I've always worked small, and I've always been drawn to such things as Indian miniatures mm-hmm. and uh, small work. I mean, I like big work, too, but a particular uh, attraction to that kind of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I think the other artists would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, is is between the three of you, is there a, a, a range of abstract to representational, or you know, what's that range in the well, work? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, like I said, I guess mine would be called abstract, although there's a kind of realism about them, mm-hmm. because there is a strong sense of light and volume as if they were they're kind of like made up real things Hmm. and david's is kind of like that too i guess it has more imagery representational imagery but he particularly enjoys flattening those images he likes child children's art and also non-western art and so he flattens his images which gives them a kind of um Invented there, it's an invented kind of imagery. He's not working from any particular real thing out there, but from his memory and imagination. So you walk in and you see that there are images, but they're not really real. Mm-hmm. They're invented, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of there's also kind of mixed in flat, abstracted shapes as well. So he likes flatness, and there's sort of a charming childlike quality about them. And Janetta has done a number of different things over the years. The series that she has at the museum is something kind of new for her. I'm just getting used to it also. Um, very, very minimal. There's some imagery here and there. Mostly it's a very simple lines and shapes and colors. Um, I think she's trying to go after letting her mind wander and seeing if she can capture that sort of impermanent, spontaneous wandering of the mind. Uh, I guess I would have to say you'll have to see them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to try to get a feeling for um, their lack of permanence and sort of minimal quietness. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, shifting a little bit just visually, uh, do you have a particular color palette that you're known for, or does that depend on what it is you're drawing the inspiration from? Well, I love color. I tend towards the warmer colors. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the fun things about these outlook shows for the artists is that we each get to choose the color of our walls. Hmm. So we each have our own areas and our own colors. So the color that I chose, all of us have a kind of a gray, Mm -hmm. but my wall is a greenish gray. Hmm. And that is because it feels to me like the green brings out the warm reds and oranges in Mm -hmm. my work. So Mm -hmm. they tend towards reds, oranges, um, uh, terracotta kind Mm -hmm. of colors. 
But uh, color is such a wonderful expressive tool. I find myself thinking about it all the time and looking around the world and taking little tidbits from buildings and flowers and any place and collecting pictures of things that have colors that I like. And I spend a lot of time sort of playing around with my palette of colors and just trying to capture colors that attract me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's. I didn't work in color at all until um, maybe about 20 years ago. Mm. And um, again, you have to remember that I'm 70 years old. Right. So I worked in black and white media for a long, long time, printmaking, charcoal, mm-hmm. graphite. Mm-hmm. I was kind of afraid of color, and I also didn't really know what I wanted to say with color. Mm. So we all take our color classes in school, in art school, and you get the basics, but that doesn't mean you know exactly what you want to use color for. I've never been interested in, oh, you see a green tree, so I'll paint a green tree. I've never been interested in that kind of description, using color to describe what I see out in the world. More I'm interested in using it as an expression, an expressive tool, so the tree might be purple if I like purple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it took me a long time to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with color. As I said, I sort of started tentatively with colored pencil, which is kind of, it's a drawing material, so it was more like pencils that I was used to working with. But now I love painting. Great. Well, it sounds like this is a wonderful opportunity to see your work along with uh, David Hornung's work and Janetta Zubkova's work at the Delaware Art Museum, Intimate Visions, uh, that will be uh, at the uh, Delaware Art Museum August 25th through January 6th, 2019. Yes, and may I also say that the opening reception is September 9th. Great. uh, From 1 to 3. That's a Sunday. Great. Well, Connie Simon, thank you so much for joining us today. Really great to hear about your background as an artist and the upcoming exhibition at the Delaware Art Museum. Thanks for having me.